The 100 Thieves Counter-Strike team will be adding a new head coach to their roster in Imapet. This is some information that I reported earlier today, and that report is in the description if you have not seen it. Make sure to check it out there. And he will be stepping in for the spot that was once held by Kassad, but as many of us learned, if you've been paying attention to the news earlier this week, it was announced by Kassad and the 100 Thieves organization that the two parties will head the separate ways, meaning 100 Thieves now obviously needs a head coach. Now, it could be public by the time I make this video live that I'm a pet's on the roster, but as I'm recording this right now, he is not officially announced yet by the organization. And before we get into this, I do want to mention something that is a good piece of context. In case this move, and or even if it isn't, it's a good piece of context, in case this move is published by the organization in an official and, and confirmed just hours after or within an hour, say, of my report, whenever it might be, if it's very, very close to when a journalist reports it, sometimes that's met with a response of, what was the value of even reporting that if the organization was just going to make it official an hour later? Like, what's what's the value in that? Uh, and I will agree that the earlier you get the information compared to when it's confirmed and announced, the more value it has, technically speaking. I will agree with that. But something that gets kind of overlooked is that a journalist only has control over, and not always control, but a journalist can only control whether the piece is published or not. They cannot control the organization. I mean, you could try to ask an organization to try to hold off, but I guarantee you none of them will oblige. I don't see why they would agree to that. And I, that's not something I've ever even tried to do myself. So nonetheless, it is assumed by many that there isn't much value there and, and leaves many asking, why was that even done? But as I mentioned, they can only control when they reported the thing. And in my experience, in what I've experienced thus far doing this, oftentimes it is very rare that it's just coincidence that a journalist reports something and then within minutes, hours of that going out, that the team put out that puts out their announcement. Almost always the result, the reason why it ended up that way is because the team wants to try to direct that attention that is going to that report and that publication and try to reroute it to them which they originally obviously wanted for when they put their announcement out. So that is something that I don't even, I don't, I don't shame them for that. I actually totally understand if an organization, if I was an organization, I would probably try to do the same thing and announce as soon as possible. But I'm just letting you know, it is very, very common that, that when the report and an official announcement are very close together, it's because the organization has rushed their announcement when they didn't even plan to do one maybe that day or even close to when the report was out. They just had to cobble something together and, and throw it out. Now, not everyone does that, but I would say 70, 80% of the time that they're very close proximity to each other as far as time, it is because the organization has pushed forward their announcement. So I'm not saying that's what's going to happen here, but it, it's a good piece of context to have for the future and for those who ask that question. Because it's something that is I see commented on or asked on my work and others' wor work, and it's good for people to know. But in this case... I want to get into the specific move itself. The news that came out about Kassad's heading separate ways with his, the 100 Thieves organization was a shock to a lot of people, but it is something that I had heard behind the scenes, just a rumor here, here or there, like, hey, just so you know, these guys aren't necessarily on the same page, and it is totally possible that they move on from each other and 100 Thieves will add a new coach, you know, something to look out for. But that is as far as it got. And I was no, 
in no way close to reporting that information or was nowhere um, even thinking about doing it. That's how little information I had. So it was uh, something that that wasn't necessarily, I think, talked about a whole lot before it was actually made official is what I can, I'm assuming if it wasn't, then I just, I just didn't run into that information uh, before it was public. But for I'm a pet, this is someone who is, was an obvious choice for the Hunter Thieves organization, mainly because they, you, there's only so many options that you can get that are available right now. And in my opinion, if you look at the personalities of the players on this team, and I'm a pet's personality. I think they mesh extremely well. Um, it is almost weird in a sense because I didn't ever consider this team as a potential landing spot for him, you know, in the recent past when he was at the Evil Geniuses. But when these coaches and teams split up, it just kind of opens your eyes to what the possibilities are. And I was in total agreement with many of the community members who I saw mention that, oh, I bet I'm a pet goes to 100 Thieves. Once the Kassad news was out, I totally agreed. I said, this move makes sense. This is where actually I think he's going to go over anywhere else if they want him. That was the question mark. Well, it turns out they absolutely did. And I believe they have already spent some time practicing together, which is, is very good very good news. And I mean, what else do you have to do right now when all everyone's stuck at home playing online? Nonetheless, though, they are a laid back, very cool, very chilled out team. And that is, in my opinion, similar to the way Emma Pet works. And I think if they really embrace the way he likes to prepare for teams and analyze opponents and set his teams up uh, for matches, I think it's going to be a, a great match, in fact. And I think that he will add, if you, if you ask me my personal opinion, just based on watching 100 Thieves uh, in the past couple years, I, I won't. I won't say this is definitely. I won't. I won't put it all on Kassad. Not. Not even close. But in my opinion, the way that they have approached their map pool and the way they actually run their strats, I haven't noticed much change there. Now, I'm not the biggest analyst. I'm not. I'm not biggest nor best analyst. Not even close. Right. Uh, I, I don't even try to act like I am. But just from my very very novice. Uh, analyst point of view is that they haven't really changed up much in the past couple of years. Now, look, if it works, it works, right? But I think that he will allow them to really add some stuff to their game that will it will help tremendously. And, and there's a good amount of talent on this roster to work with too. So I think he would be beneficial from all areas. But if I was going to pick an area in which they were most lacking, it was this, their strategy and what they had really changed up or improved upon in the past couple of years. I think that you're going to see an entirely new look, new approach. And I think um, as a working with I'm a pet is going to be a fantastic combination. And I'm a pet strikes me as someone who, when he works really well with an in-game leader, that's when you're going to see the best results out of a team. And I, and I foresee that happening here. I, I foresee those guys getting along and working extremely well together. Now, when it comes to Kassad, I don't want to touch too much on it, obviously, because he's not necessarily the topic of this video. But again, this is one of the better coaches in the world that you would want to see uh, coaching one of your teams. So with where he could go, there are a ton of, not a ton of options, but a couple options that would somewhat make sense to me. Now, if MIBR really wanted a coach and decided they didn't have to have one who, sp who spoke Portuguese, that's obvi obviously who you would that's the guy you would immediately go for right there. I think that's one option. Although I do think they prefer having a, a coach that speaks their own native language. That's something to consider. Uh, 
Um, Team Liquid, I think more people are expecting that type of move to happen. Now, I'm not saying it wouldn't happen, but I think based on the result winning ESL Pro League Season 11, even though it was online, I think they're happy with that. And I do, in fact, think that if Team Liquid hadn't have uh, performed that well in Season 11 ESL Pro League, I see a world in which they would have got, I'm a pet. So it's crazy the, the way things work. Now, I don't know that for sure, right? Um, I'm, just, I was ju- I'm just giving you my best educated guess there. But right now, I don't expect Team Liquid to make that change. Now, if for some reason, Kassad sits on the sideline for a long time and Team Liquid do decide they want to make a coaching change, then boom, that's probably the guy you go for, in my opinion. But outside of those two teams, there's still other options available out there that do make some sense for him. And I don't expect to see him on the market for very long. He's just too good of a coach. And I think he's good enough of a coach that you might see someone jettison off their coach who they have right now, or move them to the side and make them an assistant coach or the demo review or whatever Kassad doesn't want to do and add him also to kind of bolster uh, the amount of support that a specific team has. I think that probably would be the more likely scenario, but it's still very early on. We'll have to see how that plays out. As far as 100 Thieves, though, I do think that this is a team that if they have the right approach and the right focus, they absolutely can crack into that top 10 and just stay there for a very long time and do it while playing internationally. I'm bet does have a good track record. I wouldn't say necessarily with getting along with people or like, I mean, he has a good track record of getting along with people and getting teams to the top, um, at least for some period of time. But what he is bringing to them is what I think they lack the most is if that's the best way to put it. So as long as the group meshes together properly, uh, on a personal standpoint, I don't see any reasons why this move wouldn't work. Or I guess the better way to put it is I don't see the way in which a way in which I'm a pet makes this team worse long-term short-term or anywhere in between. So one of the, one of the better options they, they could have went with and probably the best option they could have went with now with not having Kassad there and looking at who you want while you're trying to farm points during this road to Rio, I think they're absolutely um, the guy you want. And I can't really think of anyone better that they could have got their hands on. So that's all I have to say about this. Again, thank you for watching this somewhat new revamped series that I'm doing. And let me know what you thought about this episode and just the recent formats and what is discussed in them. I really appreciate you taking the time and I will see you guys for the next edition.